Welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Biltz, a speech-language pathologist who left my cozy nine-to-five to follow my passion as an entrepreneur, hypnotherapist, business and success coach, and work-at-home boy mom. I'm so excited to chat with you about all things mindset, spirituality, manifestation, energetics, power of the subconscious mind, and how to create magic in our lives and business. If you're ready to put the soul and joy back into your business and learn how to create your business from the inside out, this is the place for you. Welcome and let's do this thing. Hi there and welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. This episode is actually an episode I recorded for my client or my private client podcast. So in some of my higher level programs, my clients get access to a private podcast just for them. But this episode I recorded for them, I felt was something I wanted to share on this podcast because I just know it's going to help you. I know more people need to hear it. It's a reminder I always need, and it was a mindset shift that helped me, and I know will help you. So it's a short, quick podcast that I wanted to go ahead and share for you. And I also, before we dive into today's episode, wanted to let you know that I have a test group I am starting, a six-week mini mastermind group called Sacred Magnetism. So this is going to be starting in a couple weeks in September, and it's specifically for the coach, consultant, or creative who is ready to master sacred magnetism in their business. For me, what that means is we're no longer working from the energy of I have to go chase clients down or thinking about how do I get clients or working from the energy of, oh my God, I hope people want to work with me. I'll work with anybody and everybody and filtering who we're being online so that we can kind of mold ourselves to who we think people want us to be instead of who we really are. It's stepping away from that and really learning how to embody your own sacred magnetism, who you were born to be. Being your authentic self, which is a practice. I'm doing it every day, right? It's a continuous journey. And learning how to stop chasing clients, but instead be the kind of person people want to work with because of who you're being and who they get to be in your presence. That might have been kind of convoluted, but you get what I'm saying. So it's really, this is the example I always give. And I'm just going to share this because even me sharing this will help you in your business. I always think of it like this. There's two, let's say you're dating, okay? (laughs) You're dating and you're single, you're ready to mingle and there's two different guys or females, whatever, who are interested in you. Person one is chasing you. They're very needy. They're not really sure about themselves. They're not super confident and they kind of just like say what you want or they say what they think they should say so that you'll date them. They kind of shape shift depending on who they're around and they're just very needy and attached and you can feel this desperate vibe coming off of them where they're just so desperate for your attention and your time and it's really unattractive person number two they're just fully in their shit they own themselves they like themselves they're confident enough to tell you hey I want to date you I like you I want to be with you But they're not needy about it. They don't need you to say it back for them to be okay, right? They're just upfront, honest, simple communicators who just say it like it is. They own who they are. They like who they are. And they don't feel like they need to chase because they attract. Now, which person are you going to want to date? 
Now take that analogy and apply it to business because this is what we're taught in business. So many of us have been taught to be person number one. We've been taught, hey, just make sure you say all the right things and do all the right things in market in this way so then you can get the people. And we've been taught to go out and find people, go out and chase people, essentially. Energetically, that's definitely what we're doing. And so in Sacred Magnetism, I created this master, this mini mastermind because I was working with so many clients who they were, they're such magnetic people. But the moment they came to their business, they suddenly entered into this desperate lack energy fueled by this feeling of like, I can't just possibly attract people because of who I am. I need to go get them. I need to make it happen, right? This hustle, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to go out and find the people. I'm going to be what people want me to be. There's so many aspects to this, but I'm ready to help this person because I know I know what it feels like to be on both ends of the spectrum. And I also know your power lies in really learning how to turn your power on when it comes to your own sacred magnetism. So that's all I'm going to say about that. It's open for enrollment right now. It will be six weeks long and all the details and everything I can share with you. If that if that resonates with you, if you're like, yes, this is for me or I think this is for me and I want more details, just message me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Cassie Biltz. Just message me the word mastermind. I will DM you all of the info and then you can see if it's a good fit. So something I don't do is I don't do sales calls and I also don't do the whole convincing thing because right this goes right back to sacred magnetism. Another aspect of this is like, y'all, we don't have to be doing sales calls if we don't want to be. <laughs> you don't need to be having back and forth conversations in your DMs trying to convince people to join your programs. The way that I sell is very much, hey, you message me if you want the info or you click the link and there's all the info and if you feel like it's a good fit, awesome. There's the button to buy. If you have questions, I'm happy to answer them. DM me. I'm happy to answer your questions. Do I need to have a sales call? No, because I want to work with empowered people who know what they want and they don't need me to convince them. And I go into that and we will go into that in sacred magnetism. So it's basically, it's going to be the tits. It's everything that I wish I knew when I started my business. I'm just really excited. I'm going to stop ranting because I've been going on forever about this. I'm just genuinely really pumped and it's going to be amazing and I can't wait. So if you're interested, again, DM me the word mastermind on Instagram. Instagram handle is Cassie Biltz. If you're not on Instagram, you can always just email me. I'll put my email in the show notes below, but it's coachcassandraclafter at gmail.com um, and we can chat. Okay, enough, enough, enough. I'm going to stop talking about that. Let's get into today's episode. Enjoy and I will let you get started on that and stop ranting. Hey, 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 welcome to this quick alignment audio. I expect this one to be extra short because uh, I want to go get some stuff done. My nanny got here. I'm just finishing my makeup and I wanted to kind of just record some some things that I'm moving through because that is essentially what these are so that you, you know, I know that if I'm going through it, my people are too. On some level, we always kind of mirror each other, which is the beautiful thing about these spaces and about this podcast. But... I am going to keep it short because I'm almost done with my makeup already. So this is what I want to talk about in this quick alignment audio. What if this is a reframe that has been really helpful for me, honestly, quite, quite game changing. And I didn't even realize it was a blind spot until my coach pointed it out. But I had been working from this belief that for me to go to a hundred percent in any area of my life was going to require more effort. 
So what I mean by that was the question she asked us was along the lines of where in your life are you accepting and tolerating mediocrity? Or where are you tolerating or being available for less than what you really want? Where are you tolerating? Because whatever you're tolerating, you'll always get. You'll always get what you tolerate, which is essentially along the lines of what I always say, which is you always get what you're available for. You always get what you're available for. So she's like, look at your life, look at your health, look at your business, look at your marriage, look at how your house is kept, how your office looks, where in your life are you tolerating? She's like, go deeper in those areas and stop tolerating, clean up the energy in those areas. And at first it kind of triggered me and not, not kind of, it totally did because I thought, oh my God, to go a hundred percent in all of these areas is going to be so much work. My brain immediately thought, excuse me, my brain immediately thought this is going to require so much more work for me. Like I'm going to have to just, you know, it's that old mentality of when I want something, I have to go struggle for it. I have to work hard for it. I have to go make it happen. It was very much me getting back into my old energy and old identity of I have to make things happen. I have to be the one to go out and do it all, control it all, force it. It's the difference between power versus force. I was back in my force energy almost immediately when she said that. And I thought, fuck that. I'm not doing, I'm not, I I don't want to do this. (laughs) You know, like I was just like, I I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. If, if being a hundred percent in all these areas is going to require me to go back into that energy where I have to like force things to happen and make it happen, I'm not doing it. And so it was a beautiful opportunity for me to start to look at because she pointed out, she's like, why do you think it's going to require you more work? to bring all of these areas to 100% and stop tolerating? Which was a beautiful question. And when she means 100%, what she means is like my version of, of what I really desire versus what I'm settling for. So I want you to look at your life in the various areas and see percentage-wise how much you're tolerating versus how much you're really, really getting what you desire, creating what you desire. So for example, in my health and fitness, I was... Thinking about my health and fitness journey, my postpartum weight loss journey, my body as it currently is. And I was like, I'm, I'm 80% there. I'm 80% to where I really want to be, but I'm definitely at 80%, which means I'm tolerating and am available for 80%. And what I realized when she asked me this question and she brought this reframe to me, which was so amazing, was that in my mind for many, many, many years, my entire life to be exact, I equated going 100% with sacrifice with struggle, with me having to work even harder, with me having to work out more than I already am, with me having to exercise constantly and eat extra, extra, extra healthy. I associated me having that level of desire reached in my fitness, being 100% at my goal, losing the extra, you know, eh, five to eight pounds that I still want to release. Um, and being at my peak fitness level, as requiring this next level of exhaustion from me. And I was like, if, like that's why I haven't created it. Because in my mind, it, it's so obvious. If I think, it's so obvious now, I should say. But if I think that reaching that goal is going to require me to struggle, sacrifice, give up all the foods I love, exercise a lot, I'm not going to do it. Or I'll do it, but I'll just struggle my way there. And then when I finally get there, then I have to maintain it. And this is what we do in business too. 
So I was looking at my life. I'm looking at fitness, my house, my, my marriage, my business. And I'm like, you know what? In almost every area of my life, I do feel like I'm at 80% what I'm capable of and what I truly desire in almost every area, because how we do one thing is how we do everything. So I looked at my life and I'm like, yeah, everything's about 80%, 80-ish percent of what I really want. Because I held the belief across the board that for me to get to 100% of my desires, I really do have to go struggle. Like I've only, which basically means I've only allowed in 80% ease. I'm using percentages because I don't know, it's just like the way it works in my brain. But That's really what it means. I haven't allowed 100% ease. I held the belief that going to 100% in these areas required so much struggle. So of course, I'm not going to create that. So it's so beautiful. And I've really opened up a lot of curiosity around, well, what could be more true? What if, and this is the reframe I came to, which was beautiful. You know, I talked to my coach about it and she's like, what if it's not about doing more and working harder? It's about going deeper more potency, more depth. And I thought, man, that, I felt that on. I tried that on for size. And I was like, I don't really feel that. I don't resonate with that. I'm not really, I don't know. Like it just didn't feel right. I'm like, I don't know what you mean by more depth. I don't, I don't, for me, it didn't hit, which is totally, totally fine. So I was thinking about it and I'm like, what's the reframe I can use that will hit for me? And what I realized was momentum. What if Oh, this gets me so excited because it's fucking true. It's fact. Like this feels so good to me because I know it's a fact. What if it's actually easier for me to go 100%, for example, in my fitness because I've already built up so much momentum. Like I'm already 80% there. For me to lose the last few pounds is actually the ultimate downhill slope of my life. Like it is the easiest thing in the motherfucking world. I'm already 80% there. So instead of thinking like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to work so hard to get there. I'm gonna have to start cutting out foods. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I get to do what I just keep doing. It's actually just gonna get easier because I'm so close. I have so much momentum. I have speed. The wind is at my back. And that reframe has changed everything. Everything in just a matter of days because now the way I'm showing up is different. Everything we create in our business and our life, we create from the inside out. So who I'm being is obviously going to create my results because our being, our feeling affects our thoughts and our thoughts affects our actions, right? So this changed my feelings about things and it changed who I'm being in every moment, which changed my thoughts, which is going to change my actions and change my results. And it's going to allow that 100% ease to come in for my fitness journey, right? Apply this to business, same exact thing. What do I think it's going to mean if I go 100% and stop tolerating, Well, in my mind, I kept making it mean that if I want bigger income months, I can get so far, right? I can get to 80% of the desire, but I can't get 100% because that's going to mean more work. Flip it. You're already 80% there. Or maybe maybe you're listening to this and you're like, you're not 80%. You're like 30%. Reframe it. Reframe it. And this is the other aspect of this I want to share with you, which is, What we make special, we make separate. And I know I've made another podcast episode on this at some point, but what we make special, we make separate. And I had this message loud and clear from my guides the past three days, literally nonstop, where they're like, stop specializing the weight loss because you create resistance. You make it this thing, this thing on a pedestal, this thing you have to go get, this thing outside of you. You specialize it and make it superior to you. And therefore, it does feel like a struggle. 
stop specializing whatever it is you're going towards. So if you're only 30% there, let's say you have a, a money goal and you're only 30% there, how can you reframe that? So it's like, oh, I don't have to work harder to get to 100% stop tolerating this. I actually get to work less. I'm already 30% there. I'm already 40% there. I'm already 50% there. Whatever it is, the wind is at my back. But in addition to that, let's stop specializing it. I don't need to specialize me losing five more pounds and being at my pre-pregnancy weight. I don't need to put that on a pedestal. It's like, oh, that's the thing. I don't need to do that because it's not the thing. If I, pe- if I put it on a pedestal, even when I get there, I'm not going to feel satisfied. I've already done that a hundred times with a hundred goals. So I know, but I still catch myself unconsciously making things special. So same thing with money. This is the other aspect I wanted to cover on this podcast is with your money goal. I don't even like calling it money goal, but your money intention for the month, we're going into September soon, set your intention, but don't make it so special. You know, like I want you to think about the fact that let's say your goal, let's go big. Let's go big. Let's say your goal was like a million dollars a month. Okay. I want you to think about the fact that for some people, a million dollars a month ain't shit. For some people, a million dollars a month, they couldn't even live on it. And I know that's crazy, but you have to understand there's some companies out there. There are companies out there who they need 10 million a month just to stay open, just to keep the doors open. People like um, Kim Kardashian, if she had only $1 million coming in a month, she'd be screwed, okay? Like she straight up would not be able to sustain her lifestyle. I know that's an extreme example, but it helps us stop specializing. It's just numbers on a screen. It's not even real money most of the time anymore, right? It's not money in our hands anymore. It's just numbers on a screen. So when you think about it, like whatever your income month is, 50 or your income goal is 50,000, 100,000, whatever you're working towards. It's like for some people that is nothing and I'm going to make it mean nothing. I actually made a post on Instagram today and it was like your, which I'm actually going to be shocked if anybody ever sees the post because there were so many F-bombs in it. And I think Instagram doesn't like when we curse because my posts where I curse a lot, which is like a lot of them don't get as much traction, but I'm like, whatever is I am who the fuck I am. I know that the right people will see it. It is what it is. Sometimes I like edit it and censor it, like put little asterisks and stuff. So you can't tell it's a curse word, but whatever. I don't fucking care. So I made a post and it said something along the lines of your job is to make your desires boring as fuck, unspecial and unexciting as fuck, (laughs) which sounds kind of crazy, but it, but it's true. Because if you keep thinking that, oh my God, 50K months or whatever, I'm just pulling this out of my ass. 50K months are like the most amazing thing. You build resistance. You make it separate. And then what's separate, you can't have because you're not at the same frequency. You're not at the same vibration. You're at you're on different floors of a building, right? You're like, oh, that's in the VIP lounge. It's like the top floor of the building. Okay, let's say that's the frequency the money goal is on. But you're... Every time you specialize it, you put it up in the VIP, you know, platinum suite of the top floor and you're down here on like the basement level. (laughs) If you can just imagine floors of a building and you're like, oh, that's so special. I want to get there. What if you're just like, I have the motherfucking VIP and that ain't shit. Like it's really not because there's a lot of people who they visit that VIP floor all the time and I'm not going to make it special because if I make it special, I know I make it separate. So. That is today's podcast episode. Minor rant. 
Um, I am going to go finish my makeup. I'm going to wrap this up. I love short and sweet podcasts when I listen to them. So I like to make like mine that way. Um, but if you enjoyed today's episode, you know, let me know, write down any takeaways. I hope this brings you some ahas and I will catch you on the next one. Bye.